Talking with Topher, episode 20. And I am so glad to be back this week. It has been a crazy week. Um, We'll get into that in just a moment. Um, I just want everybody to remember, subscribe. If you enjoy the videos, hit the thumbs up. And set the alarm so that you always know when my next video is coming out. And now, now I can get into it. So, this week, I've been doing a lot of work um, getting things prepared uh, for when I go into surgery. Uh, you know, get t- getting the days off from work, uh, you know, finishing uh, projects here and there, getting just getting stuff ready that I know I'm not going to be capable of doing after I have surgery um, so that I can just kind of sit around and rest uh, when I need to, and it's, it hasn't been a bad week, um, but a little stressful, a little stressful, um, just because I'm just trying to get so much done and, you know, a short amount of time, uh, to make sure that I have everything, uh, you know, I got to take a, uh, COVID test, I got to quarantine myself for an extra four days, it's really weird. Um, but I get it. I get it. Uh, uh, but it just, it's, it's unfortunate. I didn't want to take any extra time off of work and burn up all my vacation days on this, but looks like that's happening. So it's all right. We're going to get through that. Uh, I had a few things on the car. I needed to get cleaned up and make sure she was all tip top. And that finally got all completed, uh, this week. So I'm very excited that, uh, I can, check that off my list of things to do and now it's all said and done so a lot of work went into the car um, but that's what happens when you buy a hundred and sixty thousand mile vehicle there's going to be wear and tear parts you gotta fix and repair Um, but you know good stuff good stuff I hope everybody else's week has been going good Um, you know uh, I've been thinking um, with, with all this stuff going on, I was like, man, for some reason it, it used to be like easier, um, when I was drinking. And I think what I mean by that is, is like, I just didn't like have as many cares, I guess, or as many worries as I do. Um, because if I started worrying about something, I would just drink and then I wasn't worried about it anymore. So in that sense, it made life easier. And now without it in my life, um, you know, things are harder because you can't just fade away the annoying thought of what's going on. If a project didn't work out the way you want it to, or a part breaks on the car or, it's taking you longer to get something else done than in, than you anticipated. Um, you know, you could just stop and drink and that was it. I'd just stop and drink and I'd fucking forget about it. And it didn't matter anymore. And, you know, that's how I've, you know, missed payments on bills and stuff and then had to call them back and be like, oh, you know, can you just take this one off? It's never, you know, you just do all this stuff um at least i did i did all this stuff with alcohol that would make my life easier 
in a sense. But in reality, it was making my life more difficult because I was getting into trouble. I was losing my license. You know, people uh, wanted to keep their distance from me. Um, all, all those things were happening. But in my mind, I was like, man, this is so easy. I just drink and I forget. And it's great. And so having all this going on and setting up, uh, you know, uh, everything to get ready for surgery and writing everything on the calendar, getting ready to stop taking my supplements and to stop doing a bunch of stuff and kind of, um, in a sense, I'm like not amping myself up, but preparing myself uh, for not being able to do anything after surgery. And so I'm trying to jam pack as much stuff in in the next two weeks as I possibly can, almost overwhelming myself because I'm like, I want to have all this done before surgery. And I sat back and I thought about it and I was like, man, I'm giving myself a ton of anxiety because I'm trying to finish almost everything in two weeks. And I'm like, it it was so much easier for me to just forget about things when I was drinking. So I was looking at it like, oh, when did it become, you know, becoming conscious and being able to engage and do all the things that I can do now that I never could do when I was drinking. I don't even think I could hold a conversation when I was drinking. Um, to be able to do all this stuff is great. It's phenomenal. It's It feels amazing. Um, I don't feel foggy. I love, I love when I win a fight with my wife because she couldn't remember. And I'm like, no, 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 this is exactly what happened. And, and that's it. And it's like, it, it's nice because I can remember things, you know, we'll have, we'll have a disagreement, but I remember something that would help me win the, the disagreement. And when that happens, it's, it, it's like an award. It's like, uh, just, I, I'm very pleased that I don't, have that fog anymore, that I don't have that interruption in my life and that I do um, have the capability for the most part, uh, recalling things um, like arguments and points and stuff like that. And I can actually recall that stuff and prove my point or uh, uh, become correct in the, in the argument. Um, But, you know, it just made me think that Things were just a little bit easier when I was drinking, even though everything was more chaotic and it was never easier. It's just that you have to, I have to deal with stuff now. I have to deal with it all the time and it's gotten easier to deal with these things. Um, But I was just, uh, you know, I was just having a thought. I was like, man, I used to, I almost convinced myself that like when I was drinking, things were easier and it's possible that they were because you were allowed to forget them easier, um, where things are more difficult because you're facing them head on and there's nothing to interrupt that, you know, smoking pot doesn't interrupt that. I can't get 
you know, I can't smoke enough where I can't focus on something. So you, you always, if, if anything, it intensifies the focus that I already had on whatever was going on. So that never really helps with that. Actually, it just kind of helps you focus on it more. Um, but that yeah, was just a random thought I was having and, you know, I just wanted to talk it out and see if it actually sounded like, uh, you know, was it easier? No, it wasn't easier. It was definitely more difficult when I was drinking. It's nice being able to, like I said, hold a conversation and recall things. It's great. Uh, you know, uh, right now you, you kind of need to be able to do that considering we're not really hanging out with anybody still. I mean, things are loosening up. We're going places. I'm not ready to go to any type of friggin' uh gathering per se but um you know unless it's like a small family event or something like that that's fine but like to actually go to like i don't go to bars anyways but if i was you know if i was to go somewhere i w- I, I probably wouldn't pick a bar anyways but like i still want to go to like a a movie theater or, you know, go, we were going to go see comedy shows, but they all got canceled. And you know what I started thinking? I I started thinking that's a really good thing. Maybe this isn't the right time to be going to a comedy show, you know? And, and I really wanted to go, but man, you just have to wear that stupid mask everywhere. And I wear my mask. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not a fan of it. I hate the damn thing. Um, but I wear it yeah, because it's respectful and we're keeping the cross-contamination down. And that's the point of the mask. Whether I like it or not, it's just what we have to, to live with. But if I don't have to put myself in that situation, like I have to go shopping, I have to go get gas, I have to do those things. But I don't have to go to a comedy show, I don't have to go to a bar, I don't have to go to s- specific things and... I know people really want to get out. They want to do stuff. But, man, it's got to be tough right now. Uh, those are just things I am not looking forward to doing. And it's just like the kids going back to school. And it's like moving back on campus. It's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a very wild ride until we get this figured out. But I hope everybody just stays safe. Wear your mask. Um, and just do do everything that the everybody's telling you to do like if it's if you're going to a school i believe we're all following cdc so i believe all the schools are following the same thing um all that stuff just just do what they tell you wear your mask uh keep your distance and hopefully we can kill the spread of this thing and calm it down but man i don't remember what i was talking about shit wait a minute how do I get on the coronavirus? Well, this is what happens when you do a show solo. This is what happens. During these corona times, you need to keep your hands clean. You want to know how to do that? Go to naturalbossnh.com. That's right. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Get your hand sanitizer today. I absolutely love this product. It's uh, a phenomenal hand sanitizer. It works great. I use it every time I get out of the store and before I drive my car. My hand never sticks to my steering wheel. 
and it's just a uh, uh, great to keep my skin nice and smooth unlike any of those other products that are out on the market that dry out your skin and do not work as good as they say they do this product here is made locally right here in new hampshire it's amazing um i i just i love it so you need to get yours today go to naturalbossnh.com that's n-a-t-u-r-a-l-b-o-s-s-n-h.com and get your hand sanitizer today are you looking for a new vape shop good i got one for you it's called new hampshire vape gallery and it's located in seabrook new hampshire 180 lafayette road in between home depot and smoke rings you can visit us seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. This vape shop, we have it all. I've got all the pod systems, all the newest ones coming out. If you want your high nicotine, if you want your low nicotine, we the pod systems will work those too. We've got disposables, so many flavors, just so many flavors. Um, everything that you need for your vaping needs, New Hampshire Vape Gallery has got it. And feel free to come into our store, provided you wear a mask. And just to let everybody know, it is now a federal law. That's right. Federal law that you have to be 21 years of age. So, sorry to bring the news to you, but you gotta be 21. And if you want to come in, you have to wear a mask. And again, this is New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road in Seabrook, New Hampshire, in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171, and I'm looking forward to seeing you. want to let everybody know, there is an email for talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. If you guys, um, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm doing this because I am trying to help people, um, you know, one, not do the stupid shit that I've done in my past, um, and if you are struggling, I mean, I've been in and out of therapy, I've been uh, through AA, I've had a sponsor, I've been a sponsor, um, and if you just need some advice, hit me hit me up, uh, just email me at talkingwithtofer.com at gmail.com and um yeah we can we can chit chat and uh i also if you want to follow me on instagram um i'll put all my handles up uh in the um in the description and of course uh it pops up if you watch the videos um but i got uh, twitter uh snapchat um and uh yeah so Check those out. If you want to get more involved or you want uh, some advice from me, just hit me up and we'll take care of that. Absolutely. I am uh, looking forward to this thing expanding and interacting with all of you out there. So uh, with that said, I've got another I got another story for you. And this one, this one is before. I started drinking. This is 1994 is after I wrote it all down. This is what uh, my brain remembered. So it might be a little glitchy, but I remember it being either spring or summer, 94. 
So I would pay, make me about 14, 15. Oh, if it was spring, then it's 14. If it's summer, it's still 14. Um, and uh, we lived in East Derry, New Hampshire. And the area that I was, that we moved into in 1990 was undeveloped. So there was very little housing around, but all the land was cleared out and they were building houses, um, you know, developing. I think it was Lewis Development was the construction company back in the day. And uh, we were going, um, I was in my house and we had just gotten, uh, I think we had got a computer like a really old, the, the a 94 back then was a, like a new computer, obviously. But uh, there was new games out. And I wanted this game uh, for the computer. And I'm pretty sure they had just gone to like the CD type of situation. I think we had a disk drive at that point. And it was very exciting. Um, and... So what I did was, is my sister used to babysit the people across the street. They had a couple kids. They'd ask my sister to babysit. And uh, one time I went over there and I'm a douchebag. So I kind of scoped out the place. And I scoped it out and, and, uh, and I was like, oh man, I want to like get up there. You know what I mean? So we go upstairs to their bedroom and we're, we're looking around, you know, running around, whatever. And I see this drawer and I see like a little baggie there. And I was like, oh, what's that? And it turned out to be marijuana. And I was like, oh, shit. So we took a little bit of it and we left it. And a couple weeks went by. I really wanted that game. My sister was still babysitting, and so I thought it would be a good idea to pretend to play football and have my sister throw me the ball, but I'm going to stand near uh, the driveway, <laughs> their driveway. So I do this, and she throws the ball, and it bounces to me. And, of course, I kick it towards their door. And I go over, go to get ball, and I crawl through the doggy door. And as I crawl through the doggy door, I make it through their house. Do, 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 do. You know, I spy or whatever. And I'm going through and I go right upstairs, right to where I found that. So I open it up and I take it out and I grab it. And then I put that in my bag, my pocket, and on the way out, still not sure why I did this, I decided to grab some blank checks, right? Also, because they signed something for my sister, I had access to their signature. So, I grab all this stuff, and I leave, and I come out like nothing happened. Me and my sister go on with our day, and that's it. So now, 
I'm telling my friends, oh, I got this fucking bag of weed, blah, blah, blah. Super excited, right? And, and then I decide that I'm going to buy that fucking game. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy that game. I've got everything I need to buy that game. So, I decide to fill out the check. I fill it out. I put somebody else's name on the address. Actually, no, I'm an idiot. I I mailed it to my house with my friend's name on it. So, filled out their check. Forged their signature. Mailed it out with a return address of mine, but with my friend's name on it. That way I can pawn it off as my friend ordered it, right? Not me. So it's no big deal. I'm just going to give it to him, and it's okay. So we do this. No, I do this. I don't know we. I do this. Uh, mail it out. The It came in. I actually got it. I got the game. I was like, holy shit, I got the game. Right? So I get the game. And, of course, uh, now this is where it gets a little hazy. I can't remember if I came home and my parents had the game already in their hand and they were asking me where I got it or if I came home and I got the game and then I was playing it and I, I, I left it in the computer and my parents found it either way my parents found the game they knew for a fact i couldn't afford it they knew for a fact that they did not buy it and then the neighbors come knocking on our door (laughs) because they got a return check now i did not know i guess back in the day when you would mail a check out to a company. They would like copy it, file it or something, and then they mail them back to you. And I don't know when this started, stopped, whatever. I'm pretty sure they did it back in the day where they would actually mail you back your check. I'm not sure if this had to do with bouncing or what, but they got a check back. They could see that it was not their handwriting nor their signature. So now this is being brought to our attention because they have a full printout of where the product went that was purchased. So now I'm busted. And what do I do? I'm 14, mind you. I go, yeah, but I found pot in their house. (laughs) Not thinking about that like I think about that today. It's an asshole douchebag move. But I was thinking like a 14-year-old that wanted to get out of fucking trouble. And the amount of trouble I was in was pretty deep. Considering I forged a signature on a check. So I believe that was a class felony, class A felony or something. It's forgery. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. I didn't know that. Because I'm an idiot 14-year-old wanting a video game. So, they don't press charges for forging. They do press charges for breaking and entering into their house. So, I got a, a B&E at 14. Uh, I had like 
bunch of community service. I had to pay a couple hundred dollar fine. Obviously, those people never hired my sister back, and they kind of told the whole neighborhood, and it kind of blackballed the whole family on the street. So, you know, it was a very, very poor decision, but I just really wanted that game at the time, and I thought that was how I was going to do it. And that's what I was doing at 14, so... Crazy shit, you know? Yeah, you definitely don't want to be doing that. That is not a good thing (laughs) at all. I do not recommend that. Just like I don't recommend doing anything I talk about on this podcast. I'm putting it out here so that hopefully you don't make the same mistakes. Um, Yeah, so it's just been a really, really decent week. We've had some good weather. Um. I'm excited to get this podcast room finished, guys. That's what I'm excited for. I really am. I really am. I got almost everything in here that I need. And within the next couple weeks, there should be a great transformation. I'm going to make a whole small video of it. And I'll put it up on YouTube as soon as it's ready. Um, Because I don't think it's going to take me as long to finish this room as I thought it was going to. Which is really nice. I think I'm going to be able to pull it off now that I have to quarantine myself for four days in my house before surgery. That gives me a lot of time to get some stuff done. So I'll do a whole video on that. I'll put that up when that's finished. I will also be doing um, uh, like a before surgery, after surgery, waking up from anesthesia, I'm going to put a whole thing together. Um, I figured it might be fun. Maybe I'll say something really ridiculous when I'm coming out of anesthesia. Um, but I figured the kind of walkthrough of this surgery would be kind of fun. I'm going to see what the doctors will allow to be uh, filmed. And I'll, I'll do the best that I can and get you some content for when my... Uh, Nose will be all plugged up and bandaged and stuff, and I won't really be able to do this podcast for about a week. So I'll have some stuff up there for when that happens. But in the meantime, just remember, subscribe, hit the thumbs up if you like the videos. And as always, spread the word. Word of mouth is everything, and I appreciate all of your support. You guys really do make this worthwhile, and you help me push this thing every week, and I thank you, and I hope you all have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you later.